It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Digad. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. I am your host, Nate Diggity. I know there's been a lot of just It's Pronounced Nate Diggity episodes lately. It's just so many cons happening. <laughs> and this episode is no different, honestly. I had the chance to go to Fan Expo Denver and. I, I took that chance. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this was my first time in Denver, actually. I've been to Colorado once, like, back in, like, junior high or high school, but it was just some, like, ski trip that I skied about halfway down the, the mountain and fell over and just said, no, nah, I'm done. I just walked down and didn't ski anymore. But this time is different. I went to Denver for Fan Expo Denver, and... It was awesome. Um, first off, thank you for even inviting me, uh, giving me the chance to come out. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, hopefully I can do it again next year. Fingers crossed. If you let me back. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, this was the first time, like I said, of course, first time in Denver. Um, so obviously this is my first time at the Denver convention center, as well, or Colorado Convention Center, whichever. Um, so I was completely just lost. I didn't know where anything was. <laughs> and even like the second, third day, I was just like, okay, where am I again? Like, where is this? Like, I remembered like where certain tables were and things like that. And once you getting on the floor, like I remember certain things. But honestly, that first day, I couldn't even remember how to get like out to leave, <laughs> uh, which is not a bad thing because I mean, there's just so much there, uh, that it was just kind of hard to get around. Um, I will say I loved the floor layout, honestly, like obviously kind of like Dallas fan expo, like they do have an area for the celebrities, um, uh, for the signings and everything like that. Um, but the floor plan for this one was really nice. Um, I do feel like they actually have um, more area for like Artist Alley, which was really cool. Like there were a bunch of artists there. And even within like Artist Alley, there was, it wasn't just like artists. It was, well, I mean, technically they're artists too. Uh, but, you know, people that, make things like uh there was a woman that had puppets um that was that was actually kind of cool um and all sorts of things um but yeah artist alley was a pretty big area um really the whole floor had a big area for everything so it was it was nice i will say if you ever get a chance if you're in the denver area when denver or fan expo denver is going on go um if you've ever been to any of the fan expos, it's very similar. I'll say that. Um, very similar in how they work and operate and everything like that. So that side of things I was very used to because I'm, you know, definitely a veteran of Fan Expo Dallas. 
Um, but yeah, Denver was awesome. Um, I took the time to actually uh, meet some of the people that I'd been kind of putting off. Um, as I mentioned on the last episode, like I just wanted to start getting to meet those actors and actresses that I'd been putting off for too long. Um, unfortunately I did have to put off, uh, Danny Trejo again. Uh, his line was just packed the whole weekend. So I just couldn't do it. Um, but I did finally meet Christopher Lloyd. Um, and you know, in line, because Christopher Lloyd is getting up there in age, obviously. So, you know, when I was in line, I was talking to people and we were talking about it, like, you know, kind of like why, why somebody at that age is still, you know, going to conventions and things like that. Um, because I mean, obviously it's, it's probably not for the money and and that's kind of what my side of things was. I was like, honestly, like, I feel like at this point, he's still doing it to see the fans because I mean, at this point, like he doesn't have to do this. Um, let me double check his age real quick while I'm talking. Um, I saw it, I, I looked at it the other day and I just completely lost. Uh, there we go. 84 years old. So Christopher Lloyd is 84. He does not have to do these conventions at all and it's not like it's a reunion like you know back to the future reunion where it has michael j fox and everyone else it's just him like he was the only one now of course he was recently in the mandalorian um so of course he was there for that but and he even had some pictures from it too um some eight by tens for it just so I mean, it's smart because why wouldn't you? Um, Cause even one of the, the guys I was standing in line with, he was hoping there would be, and yeah, there were, there were a few there at 84 years old. You don't have to be doing these cons anymore at this point. Just relax, take your time, have some fun. But yeah, honestly, I do feel like he's, he's still getting out there to meet the fans because if he wasn't, why would he still be taking roles even? You know what I mean? So I just think he's having fun because he's been doing this for so long. And I mean, he's had fans of all ages at this point too, you know, because somebody that, you know, watched Back to the Future, let's say, in theaters, the first one in theaters, you know, they probably have kids, possibly even grandkids at this point, um that are just like oh yeah i loved you in the mandalorian so it's it's like you know seeing fans of all ages still and you know older than that younger than that all over the place and same with henry winkler like he was there i met him again this time and i mean he was just having fun uh with like the kids in the crowd like he was uh doing like little magic tricks for them and things like that and then <laughs> it was funny with him. He was actually, if he saw um, a lady in line and I guess it seemed like it was, it was a lady that was standing by themselves. He would just pull them right up to the front of the line to the table. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, I actually helped one lady. She, she was standing in front of me in the line and then she was like, Oh, I got to go check on my kids. And I was like, okay, cool. She walked off. 
And she came back and she got at the end of the line. I looked back at her. I was like, what are you doing? Get back up here. <laughs> uh, so she got back in front of me. And then when our part of the line got to the front, cause it was like a, a snake pattern, um, is what they do at fan expo to keep things going. It, the line snakes instead of like a really long line, which is smart. Um, but it's one of those where you get to the front, then you start going back towards the back, front, back, front, back kind of thing. And we were probably in the third or fourth shuttle of it. And when she got to the front, he walked up, grabbed her by the hand and walked her to the front. <laughs> so that wouldn't, I don't think that would have happened if I didn't let her right back in front of me. So, or at least she might've had to wait a little bit longer, but either way, um, he's a super nice guy as well. And again, he's another one that I just feel like he's still doing it just because he likes that fan interaction. Um, you know, and he, he's definitely more spry than Christopher Lloyd. I'll say that, um, Christopher Lloyd was very, um, grandpa-ish. Um, like I talked to him, I just, you know, thanked him for everything he's done entertainment wise for us and everything like that. And he just kind of just looked at me and shook his head and smiled. He didn't say a word to me. Um, but that's fine. Obviously he was at least listening and taking it in. You know what I mean? So that's fine. Um, and Henry Winkler is 77 by the way. Um, but he was, you know, much more spry than Christopher Lloyd. Uh, both great guys though. And if you ever get a chance to meet either one of them, I definitely would. Um, let's see. There was a big, there was a big scream cast reunion there, which of course, Every single one of them had a long line the whole time. Um, I did catch Rose McGowan when she didn't have much of a line, so I hopped in her line and finally met her. Um, I met several of the other members of the cast and brought a Scream poster to get signed, but and actually ordered one too, but the one I ordered didn't come in time, so I brought this other one. Um, but after calculating how much it would cost to get all of them to sign the poster decided to skip that because <laughs> it was going to be quite a bit um but i did go ahead and meet rose mcgowan uh super sweet super sweet and met um you might know him as miles morales in the spider-verse movies uh shameek moore got to meet him he was a cool guy um <laughs> i when I got to him and I got my, I got a selfie with him. I asked him, I was like, Hey man, how did it feel when you got your first, like, you know, own action figure? And all he goes was like, man, shh. and that was it. <laughs> Which I mean is understandable. I mean, that's kind of how I would feel if I ever had my own action figure. Of course that wasn't a custom, like custom is a little different. Still would be awesome. But at the same time, like having like a, your own figure, like mass produced, like that would be nuts, especially like this day and age. Like I do feel like it's more something that people look forward to happening to them instead of like back in the day. Cause like, you know, like take Henry Winkler, for instance, when a Fonz Migo got created, I'm sure he was just like, Oh, this is cool. 
But at the same time, he was just like, eh, I don't need it, you know? But, like, people today who grew up collectors, if they were a a current Fonz-like character, I'm not going to say the Fonz because nobody will ever be the Fonz other than Henry Winkler, um, a Fonz-like level character, and you get your first figure, mind blown. Completely mind blown. First thing. Uh, but yeah so he was just like um so i think he thought that was cool i don't know exactly um but yeah so the con was really great um met finally met because he was at uh fan expo dallas i believe um the cover artist for the old goosebumps books like the original ones um, which is funny because I've actually been going back through and recollecting them. Um, he had some prints, and I got a smaller print signed. He had bigger ones, which were the same price, but since I was traveling, I couldn't get the big one. But I promised him that next time he's in Dallas, I was going to get one of the big ones um, from him. So that's going to happen. I will get that. I promise. <laughs> um, One artist that I got to talk to again, which... I did get an interview with, which as long as I can get the file to work for me because it's with that new microphone, um, the Zoom M2 mic track, as long as I can get that file to work for me, I have an interview um, with a really great artist. And if you follow me online anywhere, you probably saw it, but it's from John Delaney. Um, He's worked on like the Simpsons comics, Futurama comics, um, just a really cool dude great art um he did the dexter some dexter's lab comics as well which i was going to get some original art from him when he was in dallas towards the end of last year um but i didn't have enough money at the time unfortunately um i still need to get some but either way money and the art (laughs) um but yeah so i got an interview with him that'll be dropped in here in just a minute and yeah um it was kind of weird like so my denver trip did kind of start on a weird note because i was off that wednesday and i was flying that wednesday afternoon but we had a meeting at my job and kind of got some bad news not gonna lie um won't go into detail but i got some bad news about work and it almost made me cancel my trip right then and there. Um, and this is kind of the reason I've been delaying this episode. I'll just give you a heads up. It's It's been kind of rough, um, but I almost canceled the trip right then and there with all flights paid. Luckily, I was staying with a friend, so I would have just been like, hey, I can't make it kind of thing. Uh, I wouldn't have to cancel any hotels or lose any money there. Um, but yeah, so I had got some bad news that the morning I was about to fly out to Denver, go figure. Right. Um, but something told me, go ahead and go, you know, this will be your way to clear your mind. Don't think about it at all this weekend. And yeah, I'm really glad I did. Um, I barely thought about the bad news. So again, I would even say thank you fan expo denver for helping um keep my mind on track of 
the positive things and having a fun weekend instead of the bad news. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, it was cool. Like since it was my first time in Denver too, um, my friend that I was staying with, you know, took me to all types of places in Denver. Like I even went to my first Russian cafe. I didn't think that was a thing, but I mean, why wouldn't it be? I guess, you know, uh, but I'll get into that. Let's, I'm going to try and drop the interview with John Delaney right here. And if not, then I guess I'll be back. I mean, I'll be back either way. Like I have some more stuff to talk about, um, like San Diego comic-con coming up, which is stress level to the max. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, with no further ado, here is my interview with John Delaney, artist and i believe yeah he drops where to follow him at at the end um so yeah check this out and yeah i'll be right back all right well due to uh some technical difficulties you did not just hear that interview <laughs> so you'll get that uh hopefully before i fly out for san diego um yeah had some issues it's whatever i'll I'll get it taken care of, hopefully. <laughs> but this also throws kind of a big wrench in my San Diego plans because I do have some interviews planned. Yeah, I might just have to go old school and take my whole rig with me again. We'll see. But either way, so hopefully before I fly out Wednesday, I'll post that interview. It'll be just a separate little episode. Um, it'll just be a part two to this, right? That's fine, right? You're okay with it. Um but either way, so John Delaney, I had him um, do a commission for me of, if you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Homer is hulking out and like punching random things downtown, that's what I had him do. And when I asked him for it, he asked if I wanted it in their style or his style. Um, first off, when I mentioned what I wanted, he just said, I love it. <laughs> um, but when he asked their style or his style, obviously I said, whatever you want to do. Because that's really the best thing to do when with an artist. When they ask, just let them have free range. Don't hold them back. Because that way you, you end up getting a better piece that way, I think, personally. Um, but it turned out awesome. I love it. Um, I'll actually post the picture, uh, with the tweet and whatever, wherever I post about it, I'll post the picture with it as well. I've already posted it on Instagram by itself, but I'll post it with the, uh, the link to this episode. Um, but yeah, um, while, he, while actually, while I was interviewing, he was working on another commission. It was actually a swamp thing on a blank variant comic variant um and it was really good he was just working while i was talking with him i think i i think i mentioned that in it uh, but if not that's what was going on <laughs> so while he was talking to me he was actually drawing uh which was really cool uh, and that's one of the reasons i feel like i should start doing more like videos instead of just audio because i feel like that would have translated really well for video um uh, but yeah i'm gonna I'll work on something like that. Um, but yeah, so Fan Expo Denver, some other people I got to meet. 
I got to meet Sam Raimi again, uh, director of some great movies. I got to meet him again. I met him at, at Frightmare, if you remember. And what's funny is I think he kind of remembered me because I'll just say this. like I did the photo op with him um, with my buddy Big Cat. And as I was leaving, I was like, see you in Denver. And I guess that must have struck an accord because uh, he uh, kind of joked with me that I came up to Denver to get his autograph. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, yeah, the lines were just too crazy at Frightmare. Um, but got my Evil Dead VHS signed, and which is awesome. I'm glad that I got it signed. Um, I lucked out. And just waited for his line to kind of die down and then jumped in. And I had to wait a little bit because he was like doing a panel or some photo ops. And he was coming back, but it wasn't bad. Um, finally got to meet Jim Lee, um, famous comic artist. And had him sign my Wolverine issue 27. Um, what kind of stunk, I will say. I'll throw this out. I probably shouldn't. But I was going to get it graded. Uh, slabbed and everything just for, for preservation purposes. Wasn't a big fan because it wasn't directly with CGC. It was with uh, some comic uh, shop in the area. Um, they were facilitating it. But what was weird is they were charging an additional charge on top of the CGC charges. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, let's see. Oh. One of the big things that I wanted to get done while I was in Denver, and that kind of goes outside the con, of course, was I wanted to go to Mile High Comics. Like, I've been buying from them for years. And honestly, uh, my first year going to San Diego Comic Con, when I saw Chuck and his big uh, display, that's when I, that was one of my big, like, I'm at San Diego Comic Con. Like, that was one of my big moments of thinking that. Um, and I mean, it was kind of funny because like I just kind of walked in to the, onto the floor and there it was. Um, but yeah, like I actually got to go to the physical uh, location and I mean, it was massive. I didn't get to have a whole lot of time there just because I had to go just shortly before my flight uh, back to Dallas, but it was, it was a great place. I could have spent way too much money there. Um, I was very good though. Because one, I was completely out of space in my luggage and backpack, everything. I was completely out of pack or out of room. So that made it easy to not buy anything. Oh, bought one thing, but it was an autograph, so it was flat and it just fit with everything. But um I did buy um for somebody um a wrestling figure pack um that I ended up shipping out. Um, that was kind of a cool little story that happened with that. Um, but I won't go into that. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I could. Um, so there's a female wrestler named Daphne who unfortunately passed away not too long ago. And I knew that this was her only figure that they ever made. And it was in a two pack. And I reached out to one of my friends, Mary Kate, and asked if she needed it or she knew anybody that needed it and she made um she reached out to some people and yes there was somebody that needed it and got in touch with him uh got all his information 
and thankfully mile high was gracious enough to ship it uh to him so i just paid for it got reimbursed for it and they shipped it out for free so um that was really awesome of them and i know this figure means a lot to a lot of people and so i knew that it just needed to be in the right hands um so i'm glad that i got to the shop in time and found it um to get it in the hands so that was awesome um they had a ton of simpsons stuff that i really wanted to get they had a bunch of horror figures i mean they honestly they had so much like i could have spent way longer in there um but again i was short on time because of my flight and everything so couldn't couldn't miss my flight <laughs> but yeah i'm uh next time i go back to denver i'm definitely going back to mile high um great great place i mean i didn't expect anything less obviously um i got a little bit of footage there that i'm going to turn into hopefully a tiktok i just need to get around to editing it and then i'll post it so when i do i'll make sure to make the rounds on it as well of course um I got to try Voodoo Donuts finally, um, which I know there's some, I think there's one in Austin, and apparently there's one going to be here in Dallas soon, so there's that. Um, I got a few different ones, which is kind of funny. I got the Homer, and I found one, which obviously it's, if you know The Simpsons, like there's always the donut with the pink frosting and sprinkles. That's what it was. That was the Homer. But a day before, I'd found one that looked even nicer at a gas station that I was kind of mad at myself for not grabbing at the time because, I mean, it just looked too perfect. I I took a picture of the tray. You may have seen it if you follow me anywhere. Like, I have posted it several places. I did post my Homer as well. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just kind of weird because, this, you know, Voodoo Donuts is such a big chain – or big – wouldn't say chain it's a big name though when it comes to donuts and i was more impressed with a gas station one which i hate to say it but i was it just looked better i'm sure the taste was different because i mean the one from voodoo was like super like fluffy and light like it was really good um but when they put it in the box with the other ones the frosting just kind of smeared and it just looked rough after that um but yeah so it was good. I got. I can't remember the other two that I got. Um, one of them had peanut butter, I think, on it. I don't remember now. I ate them. I think one was a fritter, so that kind of disappointed me because I didn't know what I was getting because it was my first time. Uh, <laughs> not a huge like apple fritter person, but I think one of them was an apple fritter that just had a bunch of crap on top of it. So I got to do better next time I go to make sure that I don't get anything that I don't like. <laughs> um, what else all happened? Oh yeah, I got to go to an all you can eat pasta uh buffet. And it had some pizza on it as well, but the pizza like legit as soon as they were out, it was gone pretty much. And this isn't like a a CC's level, which I found out some people have never had CC's before like in the northeast, which is crazy to me. But this is like, I would even say a step up from like Olive Garden, which I know Olive Garden to some people is like a huge, big name, like that's Italian, but this place was like 
even above that. Um, and it was all you can eat. It was really good. Um, what's the name of that place? Here's some dead air. For, well, I'm not going to make dead air. I'm going to go look while I'm talking. It was... I did not check into it, apparently. Well, dang. Never mind. I forgot to check into it. Um, I did go to a place called Brutal Poodle, which was really cool. It's kind of like Kuma's in Chicago. It had a bunch of like metal, metal band named foods. I'll have to look in to see who came first, Kuma's or Brutal Poodle. I have a feeling it was Kuma's. I don't know, but Brutal Poodle was really good, though. Um, wish I had gotten a different sandwich, though. I will say that. <laughs> but it was good, nonetheless. And my friend actually told me about a, a bunch of haunted stuff that uh, goes on, like, around where she lives, even. And it was kind of funny. Like, we were up top on the roof kind of looking around and she was kind of pointing out different things and like telling me different things about the area. And there was one building that I was seeing like a, just like right across the street from her building. I saw like a light kind of flashing off and on. And I was like, didn't you say that building was haunted? <laughs> I can't remember if it was or not, but I think it was. Um, so yeah, I was seeing that and I was like, well, yeah, it's, I'm seeing something right there. Uh, the next, I think it was the next night. We went back out and it wasn't flickering, so I was like, "All right, it was just one night, huh?" Um, and then we saw actually saw several like ghost tours in the area, walking around and being told things. So, yeah, apparently it's super haunted over there. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that, but I mean, I guess really anywhere can be. But yeah, apparently that little area in Denver is pretty haunted. A bunch of stories. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll forget. I forgot a lot of stuff to talk about with Denver, but yeah, Fan Expo Denver was a lot of fun. Again, thanks uh, for letting me come out. I really appreciate that. And again, it took my mind off of crazy work stuff. So thanks again. I appreciate it. It was they're very kind. Um, and definitely hoping to come back out next year if possible um but yeah so that was the last con i've had a week off yeah so i got back on july 3rd it is now the 16th and on the 19th i'm flying up to san diego for san diego comic-con so, again, you'll be getting another, it's pronounced Nate Diggity after that because I'll have San Diego wrap up. Um, I'm flying back on Saturday. I'm cutting it a little uh, short this time around. Um, but that means I might have an episode next weekend as well. We'll see. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, but I'm going to get some interviews in. But, yeah, with this technical difficulty I had today, it really does make me concerned about how I'm going to do this. Like if I'm just going to take my old rig, like I normally do where it's my H4M pro and a mic and mic cable, or if I'm going to take the M2 because I'm running on some kind of an older 
uh, computer. So that's not that's that's one of the reasons I'm running into technical difficulties. If it wasn't for that, it'd be a whole lot smoother. So I may just take the old rig just for right now, just to make it a little easier recording and editing wise. <laughs> but that M2 would have made things a whole lot smoother because it's all all in one, and yeah, kind of stinks that causing me issues. Because, yeah, if it was a newer computer I was running on, I wouldn't have an issue with it at all. But, yeah, about that. And apparently one of my USB ports is just messed up. I don't know what happened or when it happened, but, yeah, like, I can't even get anything in it now. Um, it was working just earlier today when I was editing different things. And then, yeah, something happened and uh, not now. <laughs> uh, that's another part of my technical difficulties. Um both of my computers that I have, both older Macs, um, started started giving me an error about uh, the USB ports uh, running too much power as well, so it's shutting off my USB ports. Um, yeah, legit technical difficulties. Lots of fun. <laughs> Uh, so this episode has ended up being shorter than I was hoping because I was going to have that interview in there, which would have added a little bit of time. Um, but it's a little short this time. Sorry. But I, like I told, uh, angry Johnny yesterday that there would be an episode today. Um, and I even tweeted just a little bit ago that, um, due to technical difficulties, I'm running into issues, but there would be a, some sort of episode, even if it was just a quick episode saying, Hey, uh, working on it. Uh, <laughs> like legit, there was about to be an episode like that. Just a few seconds, like, Hey, yeah, uh, here's something. Um, but you get a little bit more than that. You got a little overview of my fan expo Denver, uh, and just Denver in general, uh, trip. So yeah. There's that. Um, until next time, please um, send me some questions. Um, I'll be interviewing Ming Chen, of course, because uh, he'll be in San Diego. And really, anytime I run into him, he's going to be on an episode. We already know that, right? So uh, if you have any questions for Ming, get them to me. I'll have at least one other person uh, on the episode as well. Uh, might have more, I don't know, we'll see, but there'll be at least Ming and one other person, um, that other person being Jackie Dallas, but uh, get any questions into me that you want answered. Um, oh, one thing, with San Diego Comic-Con coming up and the writer's strike going on, um, I know a lot of people were like freaking out that the con was going to be canceled and everything. And to me, I think with this, it actually makes it more closer to probably the first comic con that San Diego had, because obviously it has blown up into more like a media and movie and TV thing, but because of the strike right now, they can't promote anything and talk about anything that they're currently working on. So... A lot of panels have canceled, a lot of signings have canceled, and a lot of people are freaking out about it. Now, for me, like I don't really go uh, to San Diego Comic-Con for those panels and things like that. Like 
the Marvel panels, I've never gotten into that because I'm not going to sleep over outside trying to get in, which I know that's a big deal for a lot of people. Like that's why they go and that's, that's awesome for them. But for some reason, I've just never done that. Now I have gone to Kevin Smith's panels when I could. Um, those are always fun, but yeah, I just can't, I think it's mainly too, because I go by myself most of the time and I just can't, I don't have anyone to stay in line with. So yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, I know a lot of people are talking about all the cancellations and how they don't want to go now, which that's fine. Um, cause I don't want more people on the floor, obviously, <laughs> Uh, but that's going to be crowded on the floor because of it. I have a feeling that if everybody goes that has a ticket that was planning on going to different panels, they're going to be on the floor now. So that floor is going to be super congested, even more than normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it's good that they're doing that strike, honestly. Um, I'm a writer myself, so I mean, if I were in the industry like I would like to be. Yeah. I mean, I'd be right there with them, obviously. So, you know, when I heard about it and all the different cancellations coming to the Comic-Con because of it, I wasn't worried. I was just like, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and I, I hope it goes the right way for them in the end. Honestly, I really do. Um, you know, I'm definitely supporting, everybody in it for sure um and what's funny too is a lot of people think that this is going to end a lot of cons in general but i've actually seen that more cons are getting uh more contacts and more people wanting to do the conventions because the thing is they can't do promotions of things they're working on and they can't talk about it, but they can still do signings. They can do photo ops. So like fan expo, you know, I'm sure they're going to be getting more and bigger names because of this, honestly, because I can, um, because he's, you know, these actors, writers, anybody, you know, they can, they can still do the signings and photo ops. So I have a feeling that, the cons are going to be fine, honestly. Um, San Diego will be different, obviously, because this is usually where they do promote like the new movies coming out and things like that. So that part of San Diego Comic-Con is not happening this year. But I think all the other cons will be fine because, yeah, San Diego is kind of different compared to, like say, like Fan Expo because they don't have it to where they just have set up for autographs and photo ops like fan expo does now there they do have the sales pavilion where they do have you know people set up uh signing and taking selfies like that's where i'll see ming and jackie for instance um but they don't have it to where like you can just buy ahead of time a photo op or an autograph it's just you go to their table and you buy it and you're good to go kind of thing um so it's a little different with that um so yeah, usually it's the panels and the floor that, you know, people go for mostly, well, for the floor, I say the exclusives, <laughs> um, which I do have a list that I need to get everything sorted and everything and ready so that when I hit the floor, I can just get everything taken care of. I have stuff I got to get for friends. 
uh, myself as well, obviously. And yeah, it's going to be a busy con. It's going to be fun, though. Um, I have a ticket to uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Um, I have all sorts of stuff going on. I don't have as much going on this time just because I'll be, you know, only there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I have a job Wednesday as a volunteer, then I have a Thursday pass, and then I'll have a Friday pass as well. Um, and then I'm leaving like super early Saturday morning because I'm going to a, a concert back in Dallas Saturday night on the 22nd. So, oh, and I didn't even cover the wrestling show I went to recently. So I'll have to get into that next time. So next time will be San Diego and wrestling. <laughs> if I remember, um, it'll be at least San Diego. Um, but yeah, definitely get questions into me. Uh, Nate diggity cares at gmail.com. N-A-T-E-D-I-G-A-D cares at gmail.com. Tweet me, get me on Instagram. Uh, If you have my phone number, text me. Uh, Whatever you want to do, get questions to me, um, and I'll ask ask away what I can. This will be a very um episode. I can already tell. I should go through and edit them all out, but then it's not as real, right? You don't get the real flavor or my mumbling or bumbling (laughs) either way whatever um there we go there's another one (laughs) so yeah for now this is the episode there will be hopefully one before i go to san diego it'll be the interview with john and yeah i'm hoping I was I was working on it for like two, two and a half hours earlier and was just getting super frustrated. And then that's when I just was like, I'm just going to get on and finish recording the episode uh, and then piece it together so there's something out today. So uh, sorry it's not complete like I wanted it to be. I uh, hope you enjoy at least part of it for now. And then the next episode will be another – the next episode will be the interview. The episode after that will be another It's Pronounced Nate Diggity san diego comic-con and then i'm gonna get back to just that nate diggity ain't right back to king of the hill because i don't really have any other cons coming up uh for a while and even then it might just be a little one so yeah we'll be we'll be getting back into king of the hill and i know most of you will be happy (laughs) uh but yeah so until then whoa